Boom. All right, guys. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Attack the Talk 2023 edition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're kind of in a new we year, made it, guys. We? Well, happy new year to everyone. And uh, we hope that you guys had a great holidays. Um, hope New Year's was fun. And we're here, guys. 2023 edition. It's crazy. I'm your host, AJ. And joining me is my sister. And the person that got me into anime. And that is Lexi. Hello, Yay. hello. I'm Lexi. All right, Lexi. So, uh, how was the New Year's? <laughs> um, it's good, right? Yeah. It was fun. Eventful. It was a lot of fun. It was fun. It was fun. Um, there was some uh, <laughs> there was some drama involved. Yeah, there, were, there was some outside um, events yeah. <laughs> going on. Yeah, pretty much. Our, our dog was really sick. Yeah. Our dog was really sick. Didn't look good. But hey, our dog pulled through and uh, he's a fighter. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, uh, a lot stronger than he looked. Yeah. So he made it to 2023. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he's still good. As a matter of fact, he's back to uh, back to normal. We're happy about that. We to hope his that normal. Yeah, to his, his normal. Blind, slow, normal. Um, yeah, he's an old dog, so that's why when he got sick, it was kind of scary. Not kind of. It was very scary. It was very. Yeah. And uh, but I mean, uh, yeah, our dog's good to go. And uh, for anybody who has pets, we hope that your pets are doing good. And uh, yeah, we're just happy to be here. Happy to be back. And uh, big episode. Didn't realize we're gonna be kicking off 2023 with this episode. Yeah, but hey, a big episode. What better way to kick off the new year with a big episode of AOT? This is a big episode. This is an emotional episode, and uh, man, it's got pretty much everything that you can ask for in AOT. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's got its highs and lows. It's got its exciting moments. It's sad moments. It's Mm -hmm. got its like hype moments. Yeah, it's 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 got everything really. Sad moments. Yeah. So, um, and that episode would be, uh, yeah. So today we are going to be uh, starting season two, episode 12. This episode is named Scream. This will be part one of our breakdown and discussion. Um, warning to all of our listeners that there will be spoiler talk in these episodes. Anime spoilers. Yes. We haven't read the manga no. that far, but as far as the anime goes, we've seen all that. Oh yeah. So. And excited for the new and final season. It's going to be crazy. That final season is going to be surreal because you just kind of like you want to enjoy the moment, but you just can't help. But at least yeah. for me, in the back of my mind, it's going to be like, man, this is going to be it. This is it. One day that to be continued is just going to say the like, Yeah. And then it's the tears will be flowing and yeah. uh, like, dang, you know, journey. But we're going to but we get to relive it all because we are going through these episodes, yeah. you know, so it's crazy. That's it's why even done yet, even talking about and going like getting prep and everything for the, for this episode and and seeing the episode again like i got emotional so i'm excited to go ahead and talk about this episode i hope mm-hmm. that we do this episode justice um but yeah it's just gonna be it's gonna be fun so before we get into the episode itself we have to go way back to before 2023 yeah <laughs> we have to go way back C- to the holiday season and uh before we went on break and the last time that you guys heard our voices and uh, we, we posted a, a poll, and we got to get into those results, and we also have to uh, get into the uh, Spotify Q&A. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead. Let's get right into that. I'll let you decide which one you want to start with, Lex, because, again, we just, I feel like we should just jump into the episode today. Yeah. All right. So take it away, Lex. Uh, sure thing. I'm going to go ahead and start off with the 
poll results, and this is results based off of our Instagram. Go ahead and check out our Instagram where we post all of our polls at Attack the Talk Podcast mm-hmm. on Instagram. If you guys oh, yeah. want to be included in these poll responses, would love your input. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I almost said, I always start off with saying, last week we asked you guys, this was not last week. This was like, oh, I'm not even in focus. Yeah, there you go. That's better. Okay. <laughs> Two, three weeks ago? Yeah. We asked you guys. Yeah, like three weeks ago. I think it was the 22nd of December. I'll believe you. <laughs> yeah. I only because I when I, I looked back to go ahead and see oh, what yeah. it was. <laughs> so back in the 22nd of <laughs> December of 2022, 22-2022, mm-hmm. uh, we asked you guys, which character is most deserving of coal? Yeah. And that's the same. Obviously, we went, we went through our whole list, and we kind of yeah. So I came up with this list which, for the OVA, and then Lexi helped me as we kind of like we also worked had on the list, helping us yeah. out too. So we worked on the list together um, live, and kind of worked out this list of people. It was top fifteen AOC characters that deserve coal. Felt like we did a good job with creating that list. Um, yeah. And uh, so there's going to be a couple characters, right? That uh, that that we have pretty high vote, on, vote on the list uh, okay. on our personal list, but we want to know what you guys thought. So, um, in standard fashion, starting from lowest voted to most voted, okay, we have at twelve percent, uh, Rod Reese. Okay, Rod Rice. Rice. Yeah, it's like, it's like race. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> I like it. Like for life, please. Yeah, he input saying Rhina deserves coal for killing Marco. Yeah. Yes, we didn't even like address that in no. our list when we put. Yeah, Rhina it's so too. weird because we didn't address that at all, and that is like <laughs> that's easily yeah. at the very least coal deserving. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure, because Marco is an absolute sweetheart. Mm-hmm. I mean, Marco is a character where we see like again the the Both last the character effect. and the attack the talker. Yeah. <laughs> And we see the lasting effect that uh, Marco has on the story going forward, and and he's not even there to 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 live it, Mm-mm. you know. Yeah. So yeah, Ryan but definitely still deserves such, like a big impacting role. Like even in season four, that we see like these flashbacks and everything, it's still like, oh, Marco. Yeah, yeah. All the callbacks. I mean, it's emotional. But is Ryan one of the options? Uh, no. No. He's wow. not one of the options. Interesting. Okay. So. So. Rod race. Yeah, Rod. It's like the way that race? they say it in the right. anime. It's like as if you're going for like you're like a race, like oh, you're driving. Race. Yeah. Okay, Rod Race. Okay, yeah, I have to race. remember. I keep forgetting. Yeah. Um, also, um, guys, I'm concussed again. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just bear. Just just bear with the voice acting and everything today. Um, <laughs> just bear with everything. I just bear with everything cognitive cognitively. See, it's not even. It's it's a little yeah. yeah. Is there like I, a delay? I, have another, I have another concussion. There's a delay. Yeah, there's very much a delay. You know, there's a speech jammer up here. Uh. Very foggy. Just just work with it. Okay. So twelve percent. Twelve percent. Yeah. Wow. Race. Okay. There must be some other uh, people more deserving, obviously. So, so I'm kind of interested. Twenty percent, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of surprised at this. Twenty percent, and the next lowest is Aaron Yeager. Really? Yeah. Wow. I thought he would be voted higher. got a lot higher. of Jaegerists. Yeah. Our, so we have Aaron Jaeger. Yeah, we have we have a lot of Jaegerists. Nice. Um, and then at 28% is Flock. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. 28%. Which means that the highest voted at 40% uh-huh. is King Fritz. King Fritz. Which you know we had in our top of most deserving of cold. Well, the right? thing is, is, oddly enough, I forgot about King, Fr- King Fritz, and I didn't even have King Fritz in yeah, my list in until... List. Our friend of the show, Marco, uh-huh. literally mentioned him in chat, and I was like, yeah. like oh, crap. Oh, you know what? 
I forgot He's about this fool. Extremely deserving. And of yeah, he is uh, extremely evil. And uh, yeah, but I believe he made it up to number two on our list. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Most deserving uh, behind Aaron Yeager. Yeah, we had. Yeah, we. I was about yeah. to say I, we either had Aaron or or King Fritz as number one. But yeah. Wow. Okay. That's very interesting because those were the four I believe in our in the top four of our list. Mm-hmm. And I believe it went. The, yeah, the order that we had it was top Aaron, mm-hmm. right? Number one. Number two was King Fritz. Number three was Flock. Number four was Rod Rice, I believe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how we had it too. Yeah. And to find out, go back to our OVA episode. Yeah. Go ahead and watch that and you guys can go ahead and go get ahead the full and list. Correct us. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was the episode we did right before the holidays. And uh, yeah, it was a fun episode. But um, yeah, so um, highest voted by far is. King, King, King but, I mean, you can't go wrong with any of these options, of course, no. because they're all, I mean, they, there's arguments for, for, you know, that you can make for yeah. each character's case. Yeah. Of why At the they end are, of the day, they all deserve coal. Yeah. It's just the argument of who deserves more coal than others. Yeah. Who deserves the Whose most? Actions were coal. worse. Um, f- I think Flock gets up there as second because he's just incredibly annoying. Yeah. Like, not only is he a bad person, he's just, a, he's just annoying doing it too. Yeah. I mean, Flock... There is no... We talked about this, right? There's no redemption for no. him. There's, there's some like no these, redeeming quality. Like there's certain characters you're like, okay, maybe. And to be to be honest, I don't think there's any kind of redeeming qualities for any of these characters except for Aaron. Mm-hmm. And even then, it's like when you go ahead and see Aaron where he's at currently in this final arc. Yeah. Um, is there a lot of redemption? I don't yeah. know. I see a lot of selfishness. I see, you know, hey, maybe, a lot of personal agenda change. stuff. Maybe we'll... Maybe yeah, uh, we'll have, we'll you know, yet to, to be around, seen. We'll have to move around the the list next year. Yeah, yet to be seen. But I mean, for King Fritz, not a whole lot of redeeming qualities. For Flock, same thing. And even for Rod Rice, I mean, there's no redeeming qualities for him. And they're all very scummy. Yeah. So, I guess with that, I mean, maybe that's another argument why Aaron shouldn't be as high as we put him. Yeah. Who knows? But we pretty much yeah. factored in just genocide. We're like, that's yeah. We're like, genocide's pretty that's bad. That's pretty bad. But. If any of those other characters were in Aaron's shoes, I think they, I mean, they would have gone to the extent of doing what Aaron's doing, maybe worse. So maybe Aaron is too high on that list. He's just a victim of circumstance because of what he's endured, what abilities he's given. Yeah. Everything, right? Yeah. So maybe... Aaron... Because that could be argued for sure. Yeah. It's like when you're put in that situation, like, obviously I'm not excusing mass genocide. But no. But like, when you're put into the situation that Aaron is, like, even if you did go through with, okay, fine, let's just euthanize everyone. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like regardless, that that's still not like a, oh, cool, they're just euthanized. Like, it's still is basically killing... You're killing off a whole generation of people. Yeah. Like, that's genocide in a, in a new font, pretty much. And you know who's to blame for everything? Is it not literally Aaron? <laughs> Rhina. Oh, Rhina. Yeah. So yeah. Laker for life, you're on to something, yeah, man. You know Rhina what? deserves to be on Maybe this list. Maybe we should Rhina up the there. The reason why, full circle here, we go back to the beginning and Rhina is the one who causes the absolute just destruction of, of Aaron's home. Yeah. Which domino effect into all the yeah. events happening, which now is the reason why Aaron goes to Marley to go ahead and say, big F you to you, Rhino. I'm yeah. doing this. Guess what? I'm pulling that reverse card on Uno, and uh, yeah. I'm making you feel exactly what I felt. Yep. 
And, yeah, uh, you like it. Yeah, this poll was a trick question. Yeah, the answer is yeah, yeah, Rhino. Yeah. He's not even on the poll. Yeah, clearly this is it's still an open forum here. Yeah. I mean, we're doing we're we're starting this still, episode right like picking up right where we left off with OVA. Yeah, so. pretty much. Um, but that's very. They cool. love the input either way. Yeah. Of course. Thank yeah, you guys so much cool. for answering on that poll. Thank you all. Uh, next we have the the Spotify Q and A. Yeah. And again, if you guys want to go ahead and answer these Q and As, it's. Spotify with our episodes when we upload every uh, Friday. Yeah. So we asked you guys, which character do you think would be the best gift giver mm. during the holidays? Holiday okay, they're all holiday related, yeah. obviously, because it was around the holidays. Hope you guys had a happy holidays, by the way. Yeah. Um. So we have our one response from our very loyal uh Attack the talker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very loyal friend of the show. B Dennis Seven. Yes. Our What's main up, source of feedback. Yeah, our Thank fact you. checker. Um he answers, if we're talking AOT, then probably a three-way tie between Historia for thoughtfulness, Sasha for some yummy half-eaten treat, or Hanji, a well put together <laughs> gadget for long-term use. Also, happy new year, y'all. Happy oh, New Year to you, too, I love that. Dennis. Thank, you, Thank you so, so much, much. Wow, I really love that response because mm-hmm. not only is it just like, okay, let me answer it, but the way B. Dennis answers it in such a way where He's it's so like... so eloquent when he answers. Like, he really describes the characters and their quality yeah. and what they would like He fully give. understands. It's nice and descriptive. Yeah. Like. Wow, I love it. And he says Historia because of her thoughtfulness, mm-hmm. right? He Which says is, Sasha... Yeah for the reason behind food, yeah, right? But he's for, not like he said, for some half yummy, eaten, right? Half eaten yeah, half eaten. I love that. And then uh, for Hanji, because of, say it again? A well put together gadget for long-term use. Wow. I love that response. Yeah. Wow. I I completely, there's no arguing. I completely yeah. agree. I feel like there would be a three-way tie. That's very insightful. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the perfect answer. It just depends on what gift you you individually prefer more? Yeah. You just want some yummy treats? You want to... So which one would you prefer? Something efficient, long-term use gadget. But I guess what if yeah, I asked you thoughtful. which one would you prefer? We don't know necessarily what Historia would go ahead and... Yeah. But let's it's say it's something thoughtful. that you know, Historia pays very attention... She, she pays close attention to your interests and she decides to get something that would go along with something that, you know, you would really appreciate. Yeah. Like, I feel like... Historia is the kind of person to put like a handwritten letter with every gift she gives mm. like talking about like how much she appreciates you as a person and yeah. like would like make you cry and Sasha's just like feel good like oh wow this is my favorite candy mm-hmm. thing or like my favorite thank like, you so much like you bought for... me dinner for my for for the holidays thank you yeah. how good and then Hanji would just be like here is a smartphone <laughs> Here's a new phone. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I would prefer. I'm going to have to agree with B. Dennis and say it's a three-way tie. I yeah, I like know. that. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I think that... What would you prefer? I mean, that's tough because I think for me, like the type of person that I am, I think I would probably prefer the thoughtfulness one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because then it shows that that person really like knows you. They really yeah. appreciate you. Like They're a great yeah. friend. And I love that. Um, but I mean, I would just be so appreciative for, for any of the three, yeah. really. Yeah. So, I mean, I think B. Dennis really hit the nail in the head right there. Mm-hmm. And that's like, I think the perfect answer. I love it. Very cool. Yeah. Thank you so much for that response, B. Dennis. Yeah. Go ahead and keep them coming. We always love what your responses are. always so insightful. Yep. All right. 
So now that we're we're getting back in it, shake some, just, shake some more rust off. Yeah, let's just jump right into it. Because again, this is going to be a pretty lengthy episode. Mm -hmm. There's a lot going on here. So um, yeah, let's 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 just jump into it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think we should necessarily dive into recap because it does recap some events. So maybe we yeah. can kind of piece stuff together. Yeah. Uh, for for anybody listening, you can go ahead and kind of piece stuff together too from pretty much the events that happened um, in the previous episode, mm -hmm. which seems forever ago because last episode was an OVA episode was, for us. Yeah, an OVA. Oh yeah. But. Um, yeah, I think that you guys will be able to... But there's a little, yeah, recap at the beginning that yeah. we'll explain. All right, so let's do this. Again, guys, this is a Season 2, Episode 12. This is Scream, Part 1. All right. The episode actually begins by taking us back into the past in a familiar location. None other than the Shiganshina District. We hear Carla Yeager, Aaron's mother scolding Aaron as she takes care of his bruises and cuts. Carla tells Aaron, You want them to think that you're strong? Exercise restraint. Try protecting Mikasa once in a while. Then as we zoom into Aaron's eyes, we see... Sorry. As we zoom into Aaron's eyes, there, you go. <laughs> there we go, we zoom into the eyes of someone recalling a nightmarish memory. Aaron recalls the moment the smiling titan murders his mother by eating her. And then we snap out of it, back into the present, to see that that same smiling titan just slowly now walking towards Aaron and Mikasa. We zoom into Aaron's eyes again to see that same look of fear that he had when he was a child. And we now go back to a moment that we saw in the previous episode. We see this large dust cloud as Jean, he rides his horse to escape this cloud. Jean states, He's tossing titans now? That son of a bitch has gone berserk. And then we see Rhina in his armored titan form, still struggling with the titans that surround him. Rhina then grabs a hold of a titan and then launches it towards the scout's location, letting out a frustrated, pissed off armored titan roar as he does it. The Titan flies and crashes past John, but the impact still sends dust and debris flying towards John. Commander Irvin takes notice of the incoming Titan as he... Sorry. <laughs> we see another Titan. There you go. <laughs> we see another Titan soaring in the sky, but this time it's headed towards the commander of the scouts. Commander Irvin, he takes notice of the incoming Titan as he retreats on horseback with one arm. The Titan crashes and rolls onto the ground and is somehow able to roll up onto its feet as this Titan now begins chasing after Commander Irvin. Ymir's Titan nearby suddenly notices as she stops running for a moment. Ymir now begins running in the direction of the Commander as we see Ymir inside of her Titan body and she says, Damn you, Commander Irvin! I had this all planned out! Why'd you have to go and screw it up? And then Ymir's Titan rapidly gets closer to Commander Irvin and then lunges towards Commander Irvin. Now Irvin, he takes notice of Ymir's Titan that's heading right to him, but it's too late for him to react. However, Ymir takes out the Titan that's chasing after Commander Irvin. And then the impact of Ymir tackling that Titan causes Commander Irvin to fall off his horse. 
And as Ymir has this titan pinned, we hear Krista from afar calling out to Ymir. Krista, riding with Connie on horseback, gets Connie's attention by telling him, Connie! Over there! Ymir! And then Connie also sees Ymir as they now head towards uh, Ymir. And then Commander Irvin, we see, is in pain after taking that fall. And he's losing a lot of blood because of that missing arm. He hears a scout calling out to him as the scout runs to help the commander. And then Commander Irvin tells his scout, I'm not your objective. Don't waste your time on someone who's replaceable. Retrieve Aaron and go. And as Commander Irvin looks up at the scout, the scout is unfortunately getting eaten by a titan. Commander Irvin then scans his surroundings to notice that titans are beginning to gather in his location. All right. So we go back to a kind of like a recalling events here, right? Of, again, just kind of... Uh, you know, Aaron, who likes to find himself in these messes, right? He likes to go ahead and, and, and yep. you know, find himself in the middle of a lot of skirmishes, a lot of fights, a lot of different stuff. And um, and then we see Aaron's mom, who's obviously very important in this specific episode. Yeah. As you guys will be able to to, to tell later on, as yeah. if you guys haven't already told yeah. or told or seen yeah. <laughs> or words. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who's concussed here? <laughs> I don't have an excuse. I'm just... Yeah. Yeah, it's just been a long day. <laughs> um, but with all that being said, um, something that she says is kind of that I like. You know, as she's scolding him, you know, and she's like saying that you that you know you want them to think that you're strong, right? So obviously, it's like exercise restraint, which is like you know don't mm. just go ahead and react all the time. Yeah, because right? we see that Aaron is always kind of emotional, and he's like you know, like he is he gets triggered, you yeah. know. Right? But one thing that she says is try protecting Mikasa once in a while. Now, Aaron has done that before. Yes. Right? Like, and very important. Literally, like the first time. Yeah, like saved her life. That they met. And <laughs> kind all that. of saved her life, yeah. Um, and, and that's why she protects him because she, yeah. like, she feels like she owes that to him. Yeah. Or but, Ackerman stuff. I don't, yeah, we don't, that, we don't really that, know. That, that weird Ackerman thing for sure. But, um, but yeah, so it's a, it's a cool moment that we get we get to see Carla Yeager again. Um, but, and then unfortunately there's like that kind of like parallel in, in this moment where Aaron is not reacting. I say little Aaron's not reacting to his mother kind of scolding him. Mm -hmm. It's like he is rem remembering traumatic, a traumatic oh, event yeah, that definitely. took place in his life. Traumatic. Right. <laughs> the right word for sure. And, uh, and then again, we, we see that moment happen again. Um, as we see that unfortunate flashback that literally happens in episode one. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, that we get introduced to very early on in the series. And then we see now that that same Titan that killed his mother, I want to say, if I remember correctly, uh, six years ago. I believe six years has, yeah, has that, been the time frame that has, that has, that has passed. passed. And, um, and so now this same Titan is literally walking like towards you and we see that same look of fear in Aaron's mm -hmm. eyes yeah um, like the same exact like reaction yeah and we know that Aaron has been 
really training. I remember him even saying, you know, early on in season one that, you know, he's training so that he can go ahead and, um, and kill all Titans and stuff. And I would imagine that he has this one Titan in mind. Mm -hmm. And then when you're able to kind of talk the talk, right. It's different yeah. when now it's time to walk the walk. Yeah. Where that time is going to be ideal when you're yeah. trying to go fight this, trying to go kill this Titan that killed your mom. Now it's like, Oh, it's here now. And now that Titan is here, like you said, and uh, and it's right in front of you, getting closer and closer, and uh, and yeah, and so it, it sucks that Aaron has to kind of relive that, which I'm sure that he relives it probably every day of his life. Yeah, that's he's very much traumatized. And uh, and yeah, and then to kind of go back to some sort of recap here, um, you know, Rhina, he's freaking throwing titans yeah you know uh the reason why he's throwing titans is because commander Irvin led uh this horde of titans mm -hmm. um directly um at rhino mm -hmm. and so now rhino was able well i should say he was unable to to continue you know escaping with with aaron and the scouts were able to retrieve aaron and now they're trying to retreat um however because rhino is throwing titans off of him um He's preventing these scouts to retreat. Mm -hmm. That's why Aaron and Mikasa are in the situation where they're at because the Titan that landed nearby caused them to fly off of their horse. And because of that impact, um, Mikasa is injured. Yeah. And uh, and Commander Irvin is missing an arm because yes. a Titan <laughs> decided to, to to just take a little snack. Yeah. Um, but Commander Irvin's a badass. And Still survived, and yeah. Yeah, and he's the reason why Aaron he was able to be like, freed. Like a tourniquet, just like a tied up nub. Yeah. That's like bleeding yeah. out. It's Still being like, yeah. don't protect me. Go after Aaron. Yeah, I mean, he tells him too, Still. like the mission at hand, right? Like, we have Aaron, which the reason why they have Aaron is because of him, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and the words that he uses too, like don't worry over someone that's replaceable. Yeah. To, referring to himself. Mm -hmm. Like I'm replaceable. Aaron is not. Yeah. And even though like we all know Irvin is not It's hard to replace it's, a person like that, you know, a commander Irvin. like that. But those are big shoes to fill. Unfortunately in the like the big picture, I mean he's not wrong. Yeah. You know? And uh like still still very like level headed, great commander, even mm -hmm. to the point where it's like he's like near death, like I mean, we talked about this in the last episode when he got initially eaten, but yeah. just wanted to emphasize how badass much of a badass that, yeah, yeah, how much of a badass that Irvin is. Yeah. So um, it's just too bad that again these titans that are being thrown—they're literally like they're being thrown, and as they crash and land, they're not done. They're not dead. They're mm -hmm. just they literally just like get up. Like if brush the off impact the doesn't like already interfere, like the impact and the dust, and mm -hmm. like the if that doesn't already interfere with or even kill some scouts, then. The actual Titan that is there in front of you alive yeah. will. And now it's a now to the point where there are so many Titans now kind of like nearby. Scattered. And, yeah. And uh, they're all kind of closing in slowly on the scouts. Mm -hmm. All right. So now continuing. We go back now to Aaron and Mikasa as the smiling Titan is slowly walking towards them. Aaron in fear is frozen. Just looking up, staring at the Titan. Mikasa then pushes Aaron as she tells him, Get down! The smiling Titan then attacks both Aaron and Mikasa by attempting to swat them both. But the attack is unsuccessful. 
because Hanes blocks the attack with his body as he stands right in front of both Eren and Migasa. Eren looks up to notice Hanes and tells him, Are you insane? And then Hanes now builds up the strength to shove the Smiling Titan's hand away. And then we see Hanes, he slices off its thumb. Hanes then looks at Eren with a crazy look in his eyes, laughing as he does it. Hanes tells Eren, Can you believe this luck? <laughs> crazy, right? And then Hanes then looks at the Smiling Titan. Watch me. This is the least that I owe your mother. She will finally have the vengeance she deserves. And then Hanes launches an ODM cable that connects directly onto the Smiling Titan. Hanes then heads towards the Titan to avenge Carla's death. But Eren, he yells out to try to stop Hanes. And then Jean and Armin, they both see Hanes taking this Titan on alone. As Jean tells Armin, he needs backup. And then they both stop to, well, they both suddenly stop, I should say, right? No, actually, <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. That's twice where so I've done this. a little excited. As Jean and Armin, they try to get to Hannes, they both notice that, again, Titans are flying towards them. And they both stop to avoid the incoming Titans that are crashing around them. Armin looks at the armored Titan as he says, Rhina, what the? Doesn't he care if Eren gets eaten? And then Jean, on the other hand, he yells out to Rhina, Move it or lose it, asshole! I'm tired of your shit! And then Jean and Armin, they now have to clear out these surrounding titans. And then now we return back to Ymir's titan. There's going to be jumping around in this episode. <laughs> and so now we return back to Ymir's titan as we see her biting a titan's head and ripping it clean off of its shoulders. Krista yells out to Ymir, What are you doing? And then Krista, she gets Ymir's attention as Ymir turns to look at Krista. Ymir, inside of her titan, responds to Krista's question by telling herself. Honestly? Hell if I know. Do I trust Rhyna? Or gamble on the scouts and hope for the best? And then we see Ymir really struggling with this decision. Ymir, she decides to follow Krista, Connie, and Sasha. Ymir continues thinking to herself. Suppose I actually managed to live through this. What good's another day on borrowed time? Life inside the walls will be a nightmare. That's a fact. This may be my only shot at bringing her over to the other side. I'm just one person. I can't protect her forever. And then Krista uses her ODM gear to land back with Ymir. Now Connie, he's confused and worried. And he calls out to Krista, but Krista tells Connie. No, no more. Sorry. From now on, I'm Historia. And Historia, she now asks Ymir. Okay, so tell me, what did you mean exactly by handing me over? Would it really have saved you? Or was that a lie? Stupid question. Of course it was. Why then? Why go to all the trouble? Was it me? And then Historia suddenly realizes. You were trying to protect me again. And then Connie yells out to warn, Heads up! As a titan stands directly in their way. In Historia, she continues. Listen to me. You need to take your own advice. You understand me? Stop putting yourself on the line. You need to live your own life. Live it with me. And Ymir, inside of her titan, listens very carefully. 
I never told you this before. But however bad things get, as long as we're together, I'm not afraid. And then Historia now leads the charge as she leaves and uses her ODM gear to go after that Titan that's in their way. Connie and Sasha, they follow her lead as they do the same. And Ymir, in her Titan form, roars as she too follows Historia's lead. Cool. So we have her, uh, we have Historia taking ownership that she is Historia. Yeah. And before she used to be very embarrassed, not embarrassed, but like she was, well, I guess you could say embarrassed, very much trying to hide that whole history and everything, which I mean, we we understand why, but. But even like, like she's not even aware of what extent to like mm -hmm. that whole kind of. You know the family yeah. aspect, and like the, the baggage part of it. that the name Historia yeah, and, and like not till having being part of the race family hold. Unfortunately, she's gonna go ahead and find out about all that. Yeah, um, but but she's not trying to live a lie anymore yeah. because that's what you know Ymir has been kind of preaching. Like, mm -hmm. don't live a lie. Like, take it from me. I know yeah. what it's like to live a lie. Don't live a lie. And then you have Historia preaching the same exact thing to her. Like, live for yourself. Yeah. And you're trying. I know that you're trying to protect me. You're putting yourself in danger because you're trying to protect me. And we see, like you said, I mean, she's taking ownership and she's also now taking charge right now because she is leading the way, yeah. right? And we see now these other characters are kind of following her lead, which is going to be a cool little foreshadowing moment going forward. Mm -hmm. But she's taking charge and then we see another character who is also taking charge, taking matters into their own hand, and that is Hannes. Yes. Hannes goes and he sees the same Titan that he could not protect Carla from. Mm-hmm. He thought he could. He probably like we know how much he regrets that because yeah. we even have in a in like later episodes after that instance like how he feels like Aaron like hates him for not being able to and yeah. he's like so moved that Aaron is like no I understand like anyone in your position would have reacted that way like it's fine and Hannes just feels like this intense guilt he feels like responsible for her death. Yeah. Which I mean And then he, to see the we the, see now the Titan he is, in front of you. It's almost like there's this weird sense of excitement coming from him where, you know, he again, he's showing that it's same like unhinged excitement. He's kind of in a way showing somewhat of the same confidence that he showed in that first episode of season one where, you know, he's like, come on, Carla, don't underestimate me pretty much, yeah, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. and as soon as he kind of gets closer and he sees that Titan and he sees the look that that Titan's giving him like, oh, like, yeah. and he's like, oh, Actually, crap. You know, it's because, real. I mean. It's different now because at that moment, right now, I mean, at that moment, uh, Hannes uh, was able to kind of make, a, in his mind, the best decision, which was to retreat mm -hmm. and to fulfill Carla's wishes, which is to just save the, the kids, right? Yeah. And that's what any parent would, would want is, you know what, they would... Parenting is such a crazy thing because there is this kind of like for, for, for parents there's almost like this kind of unconditional love that some parents feel where it's like they will lay their life down right mm -hmm. for their for their for their children and that's a moment where we see there where you know she's knows that that's the best way to save her for her kids which is sad because there is a moment when they're gone and she's kind of like 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 come back yeah like it, that reality kind of sets in and yeah. it's like oh like you just think survival and like i just want to be with you in my last moments but it she had that rationality yeah. up until the very end, yeah. where it's just like panic mode. I need to survive. Like, don't leave me. Yeah, which is too bad. But unfortunately, Hannes wasn't able to do anything mm -hmm. for Carla at that moment, which, as you explained, he's carried that guilt. He's carried that with him. And mm -hmm. um, 
So now he's able to have the opportunity to avenge her death. And again, he is, as you mentioned, he has this deranged kind of confidence about him. Yeah. And um, this unhinged excitement kind of. He's going to go ahead and. Yeah, he's seeking this redemption. He's gung-ho about it. I mean, here we see him literally just pretty much launching himself to go ahead and, 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 you know, try to take out this Titan. Yeah. So we have both those characters now are kind of just taking matters into their own hands, really kind of owning and trying to seize the moment, mm-hmm. which is which is cool. I mean, again, it's kind of like in a way, I mean, it's it's serious character development, w- development with Historia uh, because, as you mentioned, she's taking ownership of that name. Like, that's yeah. who I am. She even tells Kanye, like, no, not anymore. Yeah. Like, I am Historia now. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, Connie's, he's always so confused. So he's probably yeah. just like, I, I don't know what that, okay, why? But okay, all right, I'll, I'll sure, call you a story. I'll call you sure. That. sure. You know, Cause he doesn't know she the doesn't details. Questions, just like, doesn't okay, know the details and all that. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know if it was just me that noticed this after, but prob- probably because I have to like know their voices. Cause I'm having to emulate, I'm having to mimic them in the episodes. Mm-hmm. But like after Historia, like says, like takes ownership, like, no, I'm Historia. Like, mm-hmm. Not only is it like, it kind of like symbolizes this kind of maturity because when she's talking to Ymir immediately after saying, no, I'm Historia, call me Historia, her voice gets like, it sounds more mature Mm -hmm. than it ever has. Yeah. Like, like a little bit deeper, but it's just like the way, it just sounds more mature. Mm -hmm. So. It just sounds more bold. Yeah. Yeah. It it sounds more confident for sure. Like she doesn't sound like this little mouse. Like she sounds like this confident woman. Yeah. Which is. And which I mean. Great detail. Not only shows. It like actually shows like this mentality. This new like bold mentality. that She's taking on now. With that Ymir is helping her through. And that she's helping you know preaching back to Ymir. Helping Ymir through that we see in this. Yeah. And it's cool to see that confidence now in her. And it's just too bad that Rod Race is going to go ahead and try to take that confidence away. I know. Try to psych. (laughs) Yeah. um, But for the moment here, let's just enjoy it while she has it right now. I know. Let's just Um, bask in Historia's confidence. Yeah. But I mean, we also see too, we've we've talked about this before in previous episodes as we talk about Ymir and her decision making that Mm -hmm. she's obviously not sure what's the best way. But this is another moment where we see her really struggling with what is the best What's the best way to go about this? Yeah. You know, because early on with, with Commander Irvin, we see how pissed off that she is of him for ruining her plan. And we don't know to what extent that plan was going to be. Yeah. Right? We that don't know. That initial plan was. Was she going to go ahead and end up trying to, you know, betray Rhina mm-hmm. in a last kind of minute type thing? Who knows? Yeah. Um, or was she going to go all the way, taking her to to Marley? Yeah. Or like, even now, obviously, she's trying to figure, she's like, do I gamble with the scouts? And- yeah hope or do i like is there even life inside the walls should i take her back like what's another day Mm -hmm. yeah because when i'm looking at ymir's words right and uh she mentioned again that life inside the walls will be a nightmare right Mm -hmm. she says that's a fact as if she's so certain right and then um she says i'm just one person i can't protect her forever obviously referring to historia Mm -hmm. um and again, that's kind of like the obligation that she felt for so long. Yeah. Of- and which is why this moment is important with Historia kind of now taking ownership and now taking charge and yeah. now being confident and... and I mean, like you, I don't need protecting yeah. forever. And having, you know, Connie, Sasha, and of all people, Ymir now following Historia's lead, you know? Yeah. Because how many times has, at least in Ymir, she felt like she saved, you know, Krista's ass, mm-hmm. right? And, and yeah, I mean... Another thing, another thing too that I like 
with in the dialogue here is uh if I can find it too, but Historia tells Ymir, right, um, to one live your own life. Mm-hmm. But what I love is she says, "Live it with me," mm-hmm. right? And again, we talked about like the moment that Ymir literally like kidnaps Historia. Yeah. In the forest, she goes back, and her story is so she's so confused, right? And in even after Ymir explains it, kind of coming off as this kind of selfish demeanor, mm-hmm. Historia still, no matter what, she's like, "Look, like, pretty much, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm your ally, and I will always be there with you." Yeah. And this is again just kind of like reaffirming the same feelings, and but now this is a different character. It's not longer Krista. This is a confident Historia, yeah, no, and is, we love yeah. to see it. This character development that we are witnessing. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, But unfortunately, we see it with uh, lack of character development here. Mm -hmm. And this moment is that Aaron, he's still gun-shy. He still uh, freezes in kind of like these critical moments. Mm -hmm. And uh, and yeah, I mean, again, this is a very traumatic moment for him because he literally is face-to-face again with the the Titan that murdered, you know, his mother. Yeah. So, you know. It's got to be uh, extremely difficult. So we'll go ahead and we'll continue on with the episode. Mm-hmm. And speaking of that Titan, we now uh, return to Hannes preparing to avenge Carla's death. <clears throat> we see Hannes. He's just trying to make quick, precise strikes on the smiling Titan. As Hannes, he strikes and moves using his ODM gear. An injured Mikasa is able to get back onto her feet. As she draws out her blade to try to help on it, try to help Hannes. But Aaron pleads to Mikasa, Mikasa, stop! You're in no shape to my hands! Help me! And as Aaron still has his hands tied, we see that they're still tied around his back. But unfortunately, for his hands, they also aren't fully healed yet, as we notice. Um, but Mikasa, who's worried for Aaron's survival, asks Aaron, What are you'll do? And then an, an impatient, emotional Aaron screams out to Mikasa, Come on! I have to be the one who kills that thing! And then Mikasa, we see she's not sure what's the right call. But she decides to help Aaron. And we again see Hannes, who's enjoying himself in this, in his deranged way as he screams out, I ain't done with you yet! And then Hannes slices one of the Achilles of the Titan. And then again, Mikasa helping Aaron, we see she cuts the rope off that is tied around in Aaron's hands a determined Aaron he stands up now and he says this one belongs to me wait here and an Aaron he prepares to take on the Titan but a worried Mikasa warns Aaron Aaron and then she winces in significant pain don't go we have to get you out of here but Mikasa collapses onto the ground in pain and Aaron tells Mikasa, Not until I've settled the score. Stand back. And then Aaron lifts up his, as I mentioned, his unfinished healed hand. His unfinished hand. Yeah. <laughs> and then he takes a big bite. We see blood gushing from his hand. But nothing is happening. And then Aaron, he looks down at his hand, confused. And then we see now Aaron, he begins to panic as he tries to desperately transform 
Now, Commander Irvin, we see uh, that him and his scouts are still surrounded by Titans that, again, Rhina is just continually throwing. Commander Irvin looks around to see the Titans closing in on him and his scouts. But then one scout, he calls out to him. Commander! Sir! The armored! It's coming this way! And we see that the armored Titan is back on its feet, almost free from the horde of Titans that surrounded him. And then Rhina launches another Titan. And now Armin, he yells out to warn Jean as that Titan lands directly in front of Jean, causing Jean to fly off his horse, crashing onto the ground. And Armin sees the significant damage to Jean as he jumps off his horse to run to him. Armin gets to Jean and says, Oh God, stay with me, Jean! And then surrounding Titans make their way closer to Jean and Armin. We now return to Hanes and his battle with the Smiling Titan. And Aaron, still panicking, says, No, no, don't do this! And then just blood continues to gush from his hand just as he constantly is just taking bites and bites. Not now! But, or I should say now, Mikaso, we see is struggling. Just seeing Aaron just ripping chunks off his hands. She reaches out her hand. Aaron, stop. But Aaron can be seen just growling with a mouthful of hand. Just We see him on the brink of just going, going full deranged. Now a Titan tries to grab Armin and Jean. As we see Armin, he is against a tree, protecting an unconscious Jean by holding him with one arm and sticking his blade out in front of the Titan with the other. Armin is just yelling in fear, trying to do whatever he can to protect Jean. Meanwhile, the armored Titan throws off the last Titan, now freeing himself so that he can continue his pursuit. We see the commander on the brink of passing out as a scout takes out a Titan that was headed for the commander. And now Hanes, he continues his strike as we see that he takes out the other Achilles, dropping the smiling Titan to its knees. Hanes gives a confident smirk, seeing the Titan drop, but the smirk quickly fades as that smiling Titan surprises Hanes by grabbing hold of him. And now Eren and Mikasa both stare, stunned, as that Titan now has Hanes. And then Eren now panics even more as he continues just biting his hand. We hear Hanes screaming in the background as Eren tells himself, Come on! Transform! God damn it! Don't let this be for nothing! And then the smiling Titan tightens its grip as Hanes' screams become muffled. The Titan opens its mouth wide and takes a bite. Mikasa and Eren are now frozen as blood falls from the smiling Titan's hand. Hanes inside of the hand takes one last look at Eren and Mikasa. Eren drops to his knees. Tears in his eyes begin sobbing. But then the sobbing turns into intense laughter. Mikasa, Mikasa watches as Eren 
tells himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was going to say big, big. Mm-hmm. A lot of narrating. <clears throat> <laughs> so now, um, again, Aaron with tears in his eyes, right? As he's sobbing, he turns that into intense laughter. And Mikasa watches as Aaron tells himself, Look at you. You haven't grown up one goddamn bit. You're still as useless as you've ever been. Nothing's changed. And Aaron, he just continues to sob and yell. And then Mikasa begins to tear up. And Aaron stops and continues to say to himself, I'm sorry, mother. I still can't do anything. No matter how hard I try. I'm just a worthless kid. Then Mikasa interrupts by softly saying, Aaron. An emotional Aaron gets up to see Mikasa there right beside him. Mikasa leans in closer to tell him, Stop. That isn't true. Mikasa, with tears in her eyes, gives Aaron a warm smile. Aaron takes notice as he stops sobbing. The camera pans to show both Aaron and Mikasa next to each other, eyes locked as titans behind them get closer. We now see Armin, who's struggling with keeping him and Jean alive. We see the smiling titan with Hannes' blood all over its chest, finishing the job by eating Hannes. But then we hear Mikasa's soft voice as she tells Aaron, Hey, thank you. I've been meaning to tell you that. For fighting. For always standing by me. Thank you. And then we see the same purple flowers surround Aaron and Mikasa. We see one scout standing in front of an injured Commander Irvin to protect him. We see Historia leading Connie, Sasha, and Ymir against Titans. And Mikasa continues. For pushing through. For showing me how to live with purpose. I'm grateful. My scarf. For always wrapping it around me. As Mikasa gives Aaron that cute look. And you guys know that look. (laughs) And now the sun begins to shine down onto Aaron and Mikasa. As Aaron continues to stare into Mikasa's eyes. Aaron stands right back up. And stands in front of Mikasa. To face the smiling titan. Aaron then looks at Mikasa to tell her. Mikasa. I will always wrap your scarf. Always and forever. That's a promise. And then the smiling titan begins to reach for Aaron and Mikasa. As we now notice that Aaron's body fully healing itself so just suddenly. And then Aaron, he clenches his hand as it's surrounded by steam. And then he yells out as we get a close look at his face with the titan marks around his eyes. The titan's hand is about to reach Aaron, 
but Aaron meets it with a punch of his own. And as Aaron connects with the Titan's palm, nothing happens. But everything just stops. And then suddenly, Rhina and Berthold are both affected by this strange internal shock. The smiling Titan now retreats its hand as Aaron just fiercely growls. And then suddenly, surrounding Titans, they stand up and they run towards the direction of the smiling Titan as Aaron stands tall and screams out. Aaron throws a punch and then a Titan goes flying in the direction of the smiling Titan to tackle that Titan. And then all of a sudden, Titans, Titans now feel compelled to head towards the smiling Titan. As we see Armin, he's confused to see that Titan that was in front of him trying to get to him and John, just leaving them. A horde of Titans now can be seen running and just dogpiling that smiling Titan. And then the horde now begins ripping that smiling Titan to shred to eat the Titan to death. Commander Irvin watches in astonishment. Historia, Ymir, Connie, and Sasha all watch in confusion. The Titans continue ripping the Smiling Titan apart as Aaron escapes with an injured Mikasa on his back. And as Mikasa and Aaron both look back at that devastation, Mikasa asks, Why are they? What's going on? They're eating it! And then Connie and Sasha, they see this as the best moment to retreat as they get back to their horses. And Historia, she agrees. But we see Ymir just continuing to stare. And now Ymir, she thinks to herself, That's what this is about? No wonder Rhino was desperate to get his hands on him. Maybe there is a future inside the walls. Mm. I'll be damned. Interesting. <clears throat> And then Aaron, he continues to run with Mikasa on his back, but then he notices, of course, Rhina, who is now running towards him. But Rhina, we see that he's nervous as he tells himself, this isn't good. Why do things have to be this way? Why the coordinate have to fall to him? Unless we can get it back, we're finished. No two ways about it. All of the people in the world that power could have gone to. Aaron is by far the worst. Then Aaron stops to screen out to Rhina. Got all the screeny. I know. <clears throat> Get away from us! And then Rhina and Berthold feel the internal shock again. Rack bastards! I'll kill you where you stand! And then the horde of titans that are now finished with this smiling titan... They now turn their attention to the armored titan. Rhina stops chasing after Aaron once he sees this horde heading his way. Rhina reacts, Son of a bitch! Berthold! I can't protect him like this! And then Aaron, we see now he's confused of the events that's taking place as he even says, What the hell's going on? But then... Aaron, he hears Armin calling out his name. And then Armin arrives on horseback with Jean, still hurt and unconscious. And Armin has a spare horse, which I'm assuming is Jean's horse. And now Commander Irvin, 
he stands back up with just whatever strength he has left. And he says, this may be our only window. Soldiers, retreat! And then we see now the soldiers, they retreat as the horde of Titans surround and trap Rhina. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> lots yeah. of screaming, lots of rasp, lots of crying. Yeah. Don't envy you. <laughs> All right. So again, Rhina is trapped. And we see a panicking Berthold. He's, he's just trying to stay close to Rhina. But there's nothing they can do. Ymir, we see escaping with the scouts. She suddenly stops as Historia takes notice. And now Historia asks Ymir, What is it? Connie yells out to Ymir, Hey, ugly! Get with the program! We were given an order! And then Ymir's Titan takes just a long look at Historia. Ymir reaches out just to caress her face and tells Historia, Please forgive me. Historia is stunned and confused as she watches Ymir turn the other way towards Rhina and Berthold. Historia then now just yells out, Wait! What are you doing? And before Historia can even think about going with Ymir, Connie prevents her and he tells her, Let her go! And then Historia, she responds, But she'll be killed! And then the Titans trap Rhina, and the Titans get close to Berthold. Before they can get to Berthold, Ymir shows up to help them both. Rhina and Berthold are both surprised to see Ymir as Historia watches Ymir as the scouts retreat. And now the scouts retreat back to the walls. And Armin tells us, At the time, Ymir's decision to turn back puzzled me. Though... I suspected it had something to do with why the Armored Titan didn't give chase. And as the scouts retreat, we see Commander Irvin. He's still hanging on. Jean, he's now awake, but still in significant pain. Mikasa is holding onto Eren tightly, eyes closed, just thankful to have him back. And Eren is staring up into the sky as he thinks about his past. He thinks about his mother. He thinks about his bond between Mikasa and Armin. And he thinks about Hannes to be continued. Wow. And uh, as I said, this episode, this first part, this is just part one of this yeah. episode, has just about everything. <laughs> All the different range of emotions that you kind of feel in, uh, in AOT episodes. Um yeah, this and, is a very heavy episode. And I'm not going to lie. When I watched this, um, this last little moment here, and uh, seeing Aaron, like, reflecting, mm-hmm. um, it's tough because I'm, like, a, I'm an empathetic person. So, mm-hmm. unfortunately for me, it's not difficult for me to kind of, like, feel somewhat of <laughs> kind of like what they might be feeling mm-hmm. and um like put yourself in their shoes and everything and just seeing Aaron just kind of like staring up and uh he thinks about his mother mm. which I believe in that moment like is 
mother literally just like gives him that, like this this smile of like a reassurance, you know, mm-hmm. like a mother would give. Yeah. And uh, a smile, a look where like 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 I'm here, mm-hmm. like to protect you, like no yeah. matter what. Like I'm proud of you. You did well. You didn't do anything wrong. And uh, and then you have uh, him thinking about that bond that he has with Mikasa and mm-hmm. and and Armin. And uh, and I feel like it's a moment where he's again kind of just like reflecting and just thinking about how maybe lucky and appreciative he he is to have you know this this bond with with mm-hmm. these these two characters. And it sucks seeing that knowing where we are in season four now. Yeah. Like. Uh, anyways, and, um, continue. <laughs> it's a as he thinks about Mikasa and Armin. Um, what I feel in that moment is like nostalgia because he thinks of them as, you know, in their young age, mm-hmm. you know, back in Shiganshina when, when things, things probably, simple. yeah, exactly felt so simple and, and, uh, and it just, in that moment, it, it makes me kind of think that like Aaron obviously still thinks of himself as this helpless child. Yeah. You know, so like he knows that Especially he always has his friends. Instance with, yeah, the smiling titan that we know who that is, but yeah, um, but he thinks of them again in that and as you know, as children. Like I again, I'm thinking to myself, like he probably still sees himself as that child who is going can, can do anything right. But uh, it's kind of like another reinsurance that he knows that he's always going to have these two to have his back. Mm-hmm. And then the one that kind of got me was uh, the scene where they showed Hannes. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a moment where, like, you know, again, talk about simple times, man. You know, Hannes, he's literally just kind of sitting down, you know, as you can see kind of Pinochle's being played, you know, yeah. behind him. And mm-hmm. he's just kind of like with this, this smile about him. And he's just like rubbing Aaron's head. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's tough. Um I mean, knowing that he went out fighting, he went out very strong and he went out, you know, looking for that redemption. But I think the reason why I'm kind of like feeling this cult, like the emotion things is because mm-hmm. of what Han is, um, the guilt that he felt, mm-hmm. you know, because of what he, you know, Han has kind of changed. I feel like a lot of characters change from that point because mm-hmm. how can you not? Yeah, but I think Hannes kind of took his job a little bit more serious, you know, while still kind of having fun with it. Yeah. Um, you know, there's just certain characters that you want to see kind of last to their, their mm-hmm. duration. And Hannes is like probably one of the top of my list. Yeah. Hannes is a character that I don't know why he's kind of just like. You're just drawn to him. He's just a happy-go-lucky mm-hmm. type of character like where. You, like you can't. There's no reason dude. for him to be like that. Yeah. He is this garrison soldier that really is corrupted mm-hmm. he's an alcoholic you know he's doesn't care about helping people yeah he's in this authority figure kind of thing like he tells he can tell people what to do people don't really need to tell him what to do he could very easily just have this easy like mean life like it it could be so easy for him to just be this bully mean dude. He has he's not every reason to have the same mindset as of like the MPs. Mm-hmm. And um, and Hannes then is just different. I just love how like 
I love how honorable that man is, you know, mm. because, you know, he went out just like fighting and stuff, you yeah. know, because a lot of characters, they don't necessarily do that. Yeah, knowing that he know? carried that whole... There is this sense of fear that always holds a lot of these characters back. And seeing uh, Han is... And again, for anybody that's watching this on Twitch, I don't know why I'm getting so emotional <laughs> like this. I really don't because these are characters. These are characters that are created by an amazing well, creative like individual such an am like amazing it's such amazing writing you can't help but feel you can't help but feel emotion like you can't help but feel the story like you can't just watch and not feel something like from literal episode one you are immediately thrown yeah. in to feel this empathy to feel this shock to be like what processing all of these emotions and yeah, Hannes, like you said, he's just one of those characters that's just like, damn. Hannes is one of my favorite characters I because... I him get that aha moment. He's one of my favorite characters because of just... Um, again, he has no right to be this way. But um, because of how, like, caring he is. And you really... Uh, you see that he, he has a heart, mm -hmm. you know? And I love that he had that kind of fighting spirit. As I mentioned earlier, talking about Aaron's mother, Carla, that, you know, as, as, as parents, you know, a, a lot of parents feel compelled to just do whatever they can to, to protect their, her children. And I kind of interpreted this where it's like, man, you know, like Hannes is kind of like that father figure that is yeah. going to uh, protect these kids that, was he, they were just in this district where he was just kind of placed at. Yeah. You know, with this reckless kid and this, you know, this crazy weird prodigy of a, of a, a little girl that, that mm -hmm. kicks ass and this super intelligent little nerdy kid. Yeah. And, uh, and the best trio. And then, you know, I just, it's tough seeing Hannes in this moment because like, that look he gives them when he's, you know, pretty much gets like his bottom half eaten. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, yeah, it's tough to yeah. go ahead and see, you know, and stuff. And, uh, like, I, I really hope that his last moments weren't like him thinking, like, that he failed. Yeah, I failed. Like, damn. And they're watching it happen all over again. And yeah. I can't save them. Yeah. I really hope that he went out being like, well, I did all that I could. Like, well, I'm sorry. You know, again, there's a moment where he, uh, he really um, let the kind of confidence get to him because, you know, when he thought that he uh, incapacitated the the smiling Titan by taking, out, taking out that second Achilles, dropping that Titan down that maybe immobilized this Titan. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, unfortunately, that was his demise, but... I really hope Hannes didn't feel that and there's no way of ever knowing. Yeah. Because these are created characters. More, yeah. More um, questions to ask Isayama. But, I mean... We're full of questions. That's just why this anime really resonated with me and that's why it's it's one of my favorites, if not my favorite. Yeah. And uh, because it's really impacted me in this weird kind of way where there's characters that... I am really empathetic towards and um and yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh I was already kind of bracing for this episode because uh 
you know, Hannes again is a character that I really wanted to see, um, like succeed and get what he like deserves. I just, uh, you know, there's certain things where it's as simple as like, I just want these OG characters to kind of just live happily ever after. Kind of like almost like back to these simpler days type thing, you know? And, uh, and, um, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, Hannes wasn't able to kind of see that, uh, you know, kind of just the, the victory, Mm -hmm. you know, the overall victory which there's not very many of them. Um, But yeah, it's kind of weird. You know, I'm sure Aaron's probably uh, kicking himself again because I mean, we saw that he literally was like, just like, just self, like talk about self deprecation. I mean, he was just like trashing himself. Because he's saying that, yeah, nothing's changed. You're still this scared little kid. Sorry, mom. He um really just went to town on his hands. Mm-hmm. No, he was like whatever. ripping off chunks like to look like a cannibal. Yeah. But and, I mean, um, he was so desperate to turn into a titan and try to like 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 he was saying, I need to be the one to kill this thing. Yeah. But I mean, even though he doesn't really know it yet, he was the one to kill it. <laughs> he did kill it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and kind of just talk about this, um, this new power, some of the other events that, yeah, transpired here. I mean, find out that Aaron is the coordinate. Mm -hmm. Whatever uh, that means, the coordinate. Yeah. And, um, you know, as As, I mentioned at the start of this episode, as, you know, as, as I mentioned, um, you know, spoiler talk, there's always going to be spoiler talk, but I mean, this coordinate is, uh, has the ability to essentially kind of, uh, like direct yeah like control uh, the titans titan. mindset like from, non-power you know, and, titans. And, and all that and it's something that uh zeke is able to do mm-hmm. and what it really stems down to is uh it has to do with the royal family mm-hmm. and which is why aaron was able to do this is because he physically touched a member of the royal family mm-hmm. and uh as lexi also mentioned that this is uh the smiling titan is just no smiling titan this is uh a member of the the royal family because this is um this is Dinah, mm-hmm. right? Dinah Fritz. And uh yeah. So we're gonna go ahead and learn all about Dinah when, you know, the story kind of continues to yeah. unfold. If you know, you know. But um, <laughs> you know, we don't want to give away too many spoilers, yeah. but as, we'll, as far we'll as the the coordinate. Not give away our insight yet. Yeah. Um Aaron has this ability, which Ryan describes as Aaron being the worst person to acquire this ability. Yeah. Out of all people, it had to be him. Yeah. Um, so, like, through this whole, like, like why, out of all people, you had this power. So we know that Rhina is obviously aware of this power and everything. That, that like, people in Marley are aware of this power because, yeah. obviously, Zeke has it. Um, and they're aware that other people can. Because they're aware that that Aaron is the founder and then if he comes in contact with a royal family member that he can use that power but obviously they weren't expecting Dinah to just waltz in so yeah it's it, it's interesting knowing like oh dang this this is a big like as you're watching like this is a huge surprise to us new power but then also like 
Rhina and, and Bear told, like, they already knew about this power. Like, they've already been known, mm-hmm. but we had no idea. Yeah, it just goes to show, you know. Finding out is Aaron. Yeah, it's, it's, it just goes to show that these, like, these kids who are put through this intense training to become Titan warriors, like, they obviously are taught the somewhat history of, you know, the Titan lineage and all that and stuff mm-hmm. and the abilities and what's kind of like, you know, the objective and all that, right? They're probably taught it in like a, no, he didn't make these three daughters eat Ymir. Yeah. Like they, like how history is taught now. Yeah. Pick I and guess, choose, you know, yeah. the, uh, make it sound like we're the hero. Yeah. They pick and choose the motive here. Um, but yeah, this is ability now that Aaron can do what she doesn't know that he can do. Cause he's mm-hmm. obviously confused he because no he's idea. like, what I don't the hell know what's going, going on, on here. But um, let's get out of here. <laughs> let's use it. And uh, and yeah, and, and let's talk about the moment, of course, with Aaron and Mikasa. Mm-hmm. Because this is a moment where they both have to believe that they just witnessed Hanna's die right in front of them. Mm-hmm. Very high. We see, too, emotion. as the camera kind of panned in that scene where, where almost like things are going very slow motion around them. And uh, they are surrounded by pretty much titans. Mm-hmm. And things look very grim for a lot of characters. I mean, we kept jumping back and forth between, you know, Aaron and Mikasa and Commander Irvin, who is just trying to, he's struggling just to kind of even get up. Yeah. Um, And then even, yeah. um, But then even Armin and Jean, you know, a lot of these characters look like where this is going to be the end of the line for them. Um, And so that's why this moment is significant because Mikasa is essentially just laying it out there. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, Without actually saying it, she's like, look, this is probably going to be the end of it mm. for us. But, Just and then she jumps into, to tell you. yeah, like how, you know, wanted grateful. to thank you. And, she's uh, so grateful for him. Yeah. Like that she's shedding tears. Yeah. Yeah. She's shedding tears. And then, you know, um, we once again see those flowers. Yeah. That we will. We've had a very deep discussion about what the heck these flowers mean before in past episodes. Mm-hmm. but And then Aaron, he kind of realizes too, um, because, you know, prior to all of that, I mean, he was just losing it. Mm-hmm. He was on the brink of just becoming kind of that weird unhinged type version of himself, which mm-hmm. we've seen before in yeah. uh, past moments. But um, but he sees, you know, the emotion that Mikasa is invoking here. And uh, he sees the real genuine truth behind these warm words and Mm -hmm. you know she gives this again this kind of like warm smile that i don't want to say in a way it's kind of like you know the same kind of uh you know reassuring smile that his mother would give him Mm -hmm. at least with the same smile we kind of saw at the end of the the, the episode here yeah well it's 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 kind of similar in a way you know and um and yeah it's uh it's a very interesting. It's very interesting to go ahead and see kind of Mikasa in, in, in this kind of, you know, evoking these emotions, because, you know, we we see the uh, the badass soldier that Mikasa is, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, it's cool. Again, we talk we talk about like as I mentioned at the end when Aaron kind of really recalls that that bond that he has with 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 his close friends. Like he sees, you know, that really the impacts that they have on each other's lives mm-hmm. you know 
how they were able to kind of just be there for each other all three of them and and, and many just kind of weird impactful ways you know that no kid should ever have to endure yeah um but this kind of gives Aaron this uh this boost of kind of like strength mm-hmm. at least the the strength to be able to go ahead and now like stand this, up and motivation and you know he tells her what essentially that I will always wrap your scarf mm-hmm. always and forever right which you mentioned where we're currently at in, in, in yeah, this story. Yeah, like, we're currently at. I don't true? know if you would don't say know. those same words, but... But yeah. Um, I digress. But, but yeah. So this was the kind of like... Uh, this was the the push that Aaron needed. Uh, and this push is because uh, Isayama was was too timid and, and, and mm-hmm. afraid to, to allow them to go ahead and, and show a little bit more emotion. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, because he he admits that he was like, yeah, I was too shy to make them like kiss or yeah. profess their love to each other in this scene. Mm-hmm. But I wish I would have. Yeah. Like, oh, what? Yeah. Dang. Yeah, that would have been uh, a game changer. You know, who knows how that would have transformed the story going yeah. forward, right? Another thing that like would change the story that I was just thinking about was like, what do you think would have happened if Mikasa wasn't injured? Well, I mean, like, do you think she would have just been able to just take out that Titan? But then also, Aaron wouldn't have discovered that. Yeah, the he coordinate has, ability. Yeah, that he has that coordinate ability. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I want to have full confidence that Mikasa would be able to get the job done, especially with mm-hmm. Han is also there as well. You know. Yeah, and that and just that means maybe Han is would still yeah, be alive. Yeah, still be alive and. and uh, and yeah r.i.p han is but you know aaron would try to stop them because as you mentioned he needs to be the one Mm -hmm. you know which um, for all we know could have caused even more destruction like being like don't kill like okay then we'll just keep weakening it until you finally transform which could have caused you know i mean it could have eventually caused you know mikasa to get injured and then han is get eaten and then like you know it ends up being the same thing but we don't know. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, again, uh, this episode itself brought it, it's so many you know, range of emotions uh, you know, through these these iconic scenes. Mm-hmm. You know, this episode was a very big episode to start off, to kick off the, the new year with. Um, we're able to see that important scene that we just discussed with, you know, Aaron and Mikasa. We... My biggest pet peeve of the anime, we see Ymir mm-hmm. making that decision. You know, we saw her it, it, like multiple times in this episode, like really kind of go back and forth. Like, on oh the my fence. God, oh my God. Like and... she said it, early on in this episode, she knows for a fact there is no future in the walls. And then all of a sudden, she decides to go ahead and see really this ability that Aaron has. Yeah, and all of a sudden, is. she's like, wait, maybe there is a future. And then just she decides to go ahead and help out Raina and Berthold mm-hmm. because who knows why. Yeah. Because what she she feels like she owes she them. She feels this obligation. Does she feel like she owes them? Yeah. But Which is too yeah. bad. Stupid, stupid decision. Yeah, because much like how we will I stand see, by this opinion till the day that we die. Much like how I want to see Han is, you know, continue the story. 
um, I want to see Ymir, you know, really kind of uh, find her, find herself and find her, mm-hmm. you know, her her confidence maybe yeah. you know, like, I know yeah we were about to say her, her purpose yeah, right like purpose yeah you know, but not like purpose. her purpose but like you know yeah like there's more kind of, to life than yeah. just like ah just do what i gotta do yeah. for another day like and i really like seeing that relationship that you know historia and and ymir <laughs> what they both have i, I like seeing it start to really kind of grow and, and get to mm-hmm. a point where maybe you know All that flourishing yeah that you know we even saw a moment where they had, you know, a little kind of moment of flowers of their own, you mm-hmm. know? And, uh... Like, it was getting somewhere. We saw some flourishing, some some development. It just upsets then, me when, uh, you know, you kind of, you know the outcome. Mm-hmm. And, um... Yeah, because that's true. Because we could, you know, we already know... Yeah. What, ha- like, her decision, what ends up happening because of her decision and everything. Yeah. But... Which I mean, yeah, it's it's I mean, devastating. Like, it's tragic, but I mean that is. We don't know if she could have predicted that. We don't. That, again, it was a very tough decision. Thinking yeah. that like there's no nothing inside the walls, and I feel like I owe it to them. I'll just go with them. Yeah, which is too bad. But mm. tragic and devastating are two perfect adjectives to describe AOT. Yeah, definitely. I keep dropping my phone. Ugh. But again, this is a powerful episode. R.I.P. Hannes. Yeah, definitely. Rest in peace, Hannes. And uh, yeah, and all those well, other soldiers that died, nameless soldiers, mm. Soldier Thirty Seven B, and all that. Yeah, there's a lot of them that died. But uh, yeah, so let's go. We're gonna go ahead and wrap this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but thank you guys who uh, stuck around, who listened. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Um, yeah, that's gonna wrap up another episode of uh, of Attack Talk, and um, yeah. So thank you guys who joined us as we streamed live. Uh, thank you to people who will be listening as we publish episodes mm-hmm. on Friday. Of course, you guys know that we stream live every Sunday. Yes, we will update you guys on whenever we plan on streaming, what time we plan on streaming, mm-hmm. um, and you guys will get your updates on Instagram. As Lexi said at the start of the episode, uh, the Instagram itself is at Attack to Talk Podcast. Uh, make sure you guys follow again for those updates. Um, also on the pro- on the Instagram profile, Lexi uh, has uh, that we well Lexi created this uh, the link tree, which is super helpful for anybody who wants to see what platform we're on. The link tree is just boom, boom, boom. You want to watch us on YouTube? There's a link uh, in the link tree for that. If you want to watch us on Twitch, there's a link link tree for that. Mm-hmm. If you want to listen along over on Apple Podcasts, if you want to go ahead and watch us and listen over on Spotify, it's all there, guys. Whatever works for you. Yeah. So, thank you again, Lexi, for that link tree. Um, there's also some other stuff in the link tree which we're gonna get to very shortly, guys. But of course, I want to give a huge shout out to Nate Plays Bad. Who uh, I hope that Nate, I hope you enjoyed uh, your holidays and your New Year's and uh, mm-hmm. and. Um, Again, thank you so much for for the work that you put into the podcast and just helping us out along the process and everything. We appreciate you, Nate. Make sure that you guys all follow along, support Nate uh, at his uh, Twitch account. Um, Yeah, follow along at Nate Plays Bad. Um, Thank you again, Nate. Thank you. So uh, we want to go ahead and shout out um, some merch friends and uh, two names, and that is uh, one, Anime Crunch, and to uh, Fandomian. We want to thank you both. 
And uh, of course, both of those, well, I mean, you can go ahead and follow Anime Crunch over on Instagram. You guys will be able to to, to get to the store there. Mm-hmm. Um, that is just Anime Crunch and you spell crunch with two H's. So it'll be Anime Crunch, right? That's C-R-U-N-C-H-H. And there's 2-4 at the end of that. So Anime Crunch 24, mm-hmm. that's their Instagram handle. Go to that, go to their profile and they will have a link for you guys that you guys can go ahead and use. Go ahead and browse and shop to the store. Uh, in our link tree, we have a link uh, for Fandomian that will send you to their online store where you guys go ahead and browse and, and purchase all the different stuff that you guys like. And Lexi has a discount code for you guys to use. And that is promo code Lex, L-E-X, for L-E-X. 15%. For, uh, it was 15% around the holidays, but mm. now that the holidays is unfortunately mm. over, guys, it is back to 10%. Okay. Still 10% off. Yeah. Still um, pretty good. So if you guys uh, see you anything you like... Thank you to those that did purchase. I saw that some of you guys did purchase some. Thank you so much. Awesome. I hope you guys yeah. enjoy your guys', uh, Very cool. your guys's merch. Go ahead and check out the, the link to Fandomian in the link tree. It'll take you directly to anime merch. There's tens of thousands all kinds of different anime on there and all oh, yeah. pop culture stuff go ahead and check it out yeah. and use code lex to get 10 percent off on your entire your entire cart yeah very perfect so yeah so shout out again to our merch friends and uh, of course we got to get to our art talk and uh, we have uh, some more shout outs to give lexi you want to start by shouting out our friends of the show oh yeah friends of the show we have some great artists that are uh some fellow attack the talkers um <laughs> First off, we have our friend of the show, Marco. Um, his Instagram is M-A-R-C-0-M-A-M-O-N-E. Go ahead and check out his art. Really great artist. He's getting better and better. Every new mm-hmm. art piece that I see is just getting better and better and better. And he's a great artist. Go ahead and check him out on Instagram at M-A-R-C-0-M-A-M-O-N-E. Yeah. And other friend of the show is actually uh, our friend, Eddie Hinston. Yep. Who is Art De Juan Art on Juan. Instagram? Who is A R T D E J U A N? Go ahead and out, check guys. them all yeah. out. Definitely check it out, guys. Go support our friends. Um, we appreciate uh, our friends that support us, and so you guys know that we want to return the favor. Um, so yeah, again, that is uh, Marco Mamone, right? Mm-hmm. And that is uh, Eddie Hinson at Art De Juan. Um, yeah, both of them are super talented. It's it's crazy. Uh, you know, I can't believe it. Yeah, because. <laughs> I'm like, man, you know what? I mean, I used to think I was a good, you know, at drawing back in the day, yeah. but, you know, kind of like whatever, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, cool. cool. But um, when, when you, you see, see somebody who's really so talented in art, you just really can't Especially help but just with appreciate digital it. art and everything. Yeah, oh, yeah like, it's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Like, that is so impressive. Yeah. So clean. So huge shout out to you, our two friends of the show. Thank you guys so much again, Marco and Eddie. We appreciate you guys so much. Uh, we also want to give a shout out to uh, to Caesar, who um, yes. I have plenty of art here. Mm-hmm. around the room um but yeah you guys go ahead and uh you guys can check out his etsy store at, in our link tree um yeah click that link it's uh at art of caesar um well his instagram handle is at art of caesar there's art underscore of underscore caesar underscore check it out for uh and follow along for any updates uh he posts uh some really really cool stuff again talk about just it's like somebody who's so damn talented i mean his mm-hmm. his art is is insane and uh yeah go check it go check it out guys go follow so and um cool. if you guys are interested in purchasing his art again we have a link in our link tree that will take you straight to his etsy store so uh huge shout out to caesar huge shout out to marco and huge shout out to you eddie thank you guys again so much for for all the support 
Um, and uh, for everybody, I mean, anybody who listens, thank you guys so much for the support. We appreciate you guys. Mm-hmm. Again, we hope that you guys enjoyed the holidays. We hope that you guys had a fun and safe New Year's. Yes. 2023 is here, baby. And, uh, you know, let's make it a good year, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if anybody has any sort of New Year's resolutions, you know, plans, whatever the case is, you know, any aspirations, dreams and stuff, just keep chasing them, guys. Yeah. Keep pushing through. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be hard. But everything that is worthwhile doesn't come easy mm-hmm. if it was you know, easy everyone, everyone would be doing, would be doing it. it exactly so um just keep pushing just know that uh you know people love you and uh yeah we're gonna go ahead and get to the close guys so remember guys look out for future spotify q a's um and uh for future poll questions you guys know that we always appreciate you guys feedback shout out again to our uh our main feedbacker Yes. Right? Is that what we're going for? Feedback. Feedbacker? No, but huge shout out to you, B. Dennis. Very insightful. Yeah. I mean, B. Dennis just really gave us, like, in my eyes, for that specific question that we asked was, like, the perfect response. Yeah. I like, loved such it. a and great I, response. And, and to be honest, I didn't know what the perfect answer was going to be until you read that word. Yeah. Or you read that. Read that, his response. Yeah, that response. Yeah. And, um, and yeah. So, uh, B. Dennis, thank you. Shout out to you. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to Laker for Life. Um, and uh, yeah, shout out to all of our friends. Thank you guys so much again for supporting us. We love you guys. Um, and attack the talk. We'll see you guys next week. So, with all that being said, um, you guys know that Attack the Talk loves you. We hope that you guys spread love and positivity. Um, and uh, I'm AJ. <laughs> And uh, we're buffering. Yeah, we are frozen. Yeah. And uh, hopefully you can still hear hear our goodbyes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, guys, uh, I'm AJ and I'm signing off. Love you guys. We'll see you guys next week. And uh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm Lexi and I'm also signing off. Yeah, hope to see you all next week. Um, and yeah, be safe. Spread love. We love love. We hate hate. Bye. Bye, guys.